What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, I know this will be good u- news for you, Sedano, since you travel so much, but LAX announced the completion of the final automated people mover pedestrian bridge structure over World Way yesterday. Oh, the construction God. on the sixth and final bridge closed a lot of the roads at LAX, but work was finished ahead of schedule. So, so you want to next... laugh? You want to laugh? Yeah. Remember I told you I was terrified because of that, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, the, you know, the backups there had been like at night and in the morning, you know, because they were doing this stuff in the middle of the night. So I got up early that day to go out there and I was like, okay, cool. And then I look, I get there and I was like, man, I made it here in 25 minutes. <laughs> like I, I, I got, so I just hung out in the car in the, in the garage for a little while and just <laughs> did some reading because I'm like, I don't want to go into the airport just yet. Like I got nothing to do. You know what I mean? I'm not going to just sit there at the gate, but I was, it, I got there in 25 minutes and I was terrified that I was going to be late because of all that. You didn't hang out in the Delta lounge? No, I didn't feel like being in there. I I went briefly to the one today in in at JFK because I got there a little early. But if I'm at LAX, like I don't know, like it's fine. Like sometimes I just want to be in the car because I can just kind of doze off a little bit and just put the alarm just in case. The few times I've been in the Delta Lounge, it's always really busy. Like there's tons of people in there. There's way too many people now because what's yeah. happened is it's no longer about the status. It's uh, as one of my buddies says, it's these credit card people. Who get in there with their credit cards now? <laughs> <laughs> it's those damn Amex people. It is yeah. me. Yeah. I, got I was it gonna say I got, I got the, the Amex Platinum, bro. Yeah, I got it. So there's just a lot card. of people in there now. You know so what? What does the Amex so. Platinum do for you, sis? It gets you in it gives there. You the, you. Into the yeah. into the Delta Sky Lounge. Yeah, that yeah. one yeah. and a few, a lot of other ones. Yeah, well, and Amex has Delta their own Platinum. too. Your Amex Platinum, you just show it to them. Yeah. Yeah. No, yes. Well, you have to show them your boarding pass to be able right. to get in because you have yeah. to sign up for it still. Yeah. 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 You, you can't just, just like randomly card. show up and just hang out yeah. in the Delta Lounge with your Amex. No, yeah. You have to you have, have, a to have like a, yeah. Miss, are you planning on flying anywhere today? No, I just have this, <laughs> this platinum Amex and I just thought I would <laughs> show yeah. up. Hang out, get some free and booze. I'll tell you this. If you do have the platinum Amex, if you're someone who um, who's listening right now or you or you can or you can get it like. Um, there's also uh, Amex has these lounges that are separate from the airlines mm-hmm. called the Centurion lounges. Oh, they're awesome. Um, that are, I think, as nice if not nicer than the airport lounges in yep. a lot of way, in a lot of cases. A hundred percent. Yeah. Also and they've got them at, at a lot, at all, pretty much at all the major airports. I mm-hmm. would say the Amex ones. Yep. Do they, yeah. Cappy? Do they have a Spirit Airlines lounge? No, oh. I don't. I don't. If, if, I'll say. I'll tell you this: it would cost do, like seven thousand dollars. If they do, they'll nickel and dime you every time yeah. you go in. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. Hey, you want a they'll muffin, like, sir? Yeah. That's going to be three dollars. Right. Yeah. So you yeah. need yeah. water. Water, yeah. sir. Water. It is fifteen dollars for Yo, tap water. I can't wait till. I can't wait till JetBlue complete like finishes the 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 I guess takeover or whatever you want to call it the. Of, of spirit so they can just jet blew it up a little bit because man holy moly i wonder if they will jet blew it up or if they'll just keep it as like uh, a separate spirit? thing you know they'll maybe they no, should change I, it. I i thought i read that they're going to make it the jet blue model yeah oh, they are? Yeah. yeah but spirit and and frontier holy oh, moly yeah. oh no 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 eso es one I know, done. but I I will say one this though. Done. I will I will just say this. I flew Spirit a few weeks ago because uh-huh. it was the only airline that I could find that had the flight at the right time mm-hmm. from Cleveland. There you go, Lindsay, back to LA. And we were supposed to land at LAX at eleven oh six. And when we touched down, I looked at my watch, eleven oh six on the dot. So it was a little uncomfortable. I had to sneak my bag onto the plane, otherwise <laughs> I was gonna have to pay them another hundred dollars for the bag. True. But 
Wait, wait. When you said you sneak your your bag, you you snuck your bag on the plane. Like, how did you do that? So what happened is when I was leaving Cleveland to fly to Las Vegas, I had a wheelie bag and I had a backpack, but I had my backpack on top of my wheelie bag, so I was going to take it down the jetway, and the lady stopped me and she said, "Well, you have two bags, so you have to pay for one of them." And I said, "Oh, okay. How much?" And she's like, "A hundred bucks." I'm like, "Come on, a hundred dollars for a bag, really?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I'm like. Would it have been cheaper if I did it downstairs or if I did it online? She said, yeah, it would have been a lot cheaper. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's true. like the guy downstairs didn't say anything to me. Anyway, fine. So I pay the 100 bucks. I was pissed off, as you can imagine. <laughs> and then I go to Vegas, and I'm leaving from Vegas to L.A., and yeah. I actually put my backpack on my shoulders yeah. and so as if the person couldn't see it, even though they probably could have. They just weren't paying attention. And then I only had one bag because I was wheeling my bag, and I had a backpack. So that was acceptable, but I had two bags together. Then I had to pay a hundred bucks. God, I was one's pissed. a personal item when you have it that way, and the other one is a carry-on. Correct. If you have them together, then they're both carry-ons. Yep. The one they thing get you on the technicality. Yep. The, the one thing that scares me about Spirit is that my I have a, a college roommate who is a pilot for Spirit, and we always made fun of him because we thought he was the dumbest guy of the group. And believe me, none of us were very smart, but he was the dumbest of the dumb. He's now a pilot for Spirit, and worse, he like teaches pilots no it's funny you say that cat because one of my friends that i grew up with who is by far the dumbest like she is like the stereotypical you know like dumb blondes whatever that is her she is the biggest bimbo i've ever met in my life and she's Whoa. a pilot for united she is she's very she's very dumb like she is not she has no common sense whatsoever she i've never met somebody who doesn't know like the most basic simple things she's very naive and she's very like whatever but you know she was my friend so whatever but anyway, she's a, she's a Damn, pilot now girl, for United. Oh, right. My friend's <laughs> well, a bimbo. Saying, she'll admit it too. She'll admit it. She'll be like, "Yeah, like I'm a dumb blonde. Sorry." Like she she knows that she she just doesn't get a lot of things. She just doesn't right. But so. I feel like when you imply bimbo, I also feel like that means she's a little uh, lascivious. Lascivious? No, I was gonna say uh, like a little loose. Loose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I'll go with that oh, too. Okay. All right. All right. She, I just she, to double check. She's very. I mean, she's very like. Yeah. This is. This is who I am. This is how I am. I'm not saying anything that I, you know. She no. No. Ain't, know. ain't nothing wrong with it. But I just wanted to make sure you. You were. You were. No. I you know, know. I mean. Mischaracterizing her. You no, know what no, I'm saying? No. So. She. She's. She's first to admit to say. Oh man. People like when they see me that I'm their pilot. She's like I get two reactions. One is from women who come up to me and say, "Oh, it's so inspiring that you're a female pilot," and the other one is from guys who will come up to me and say. Oh man, I can't believe that you're flying this plane. And they're probably right. That's what she'll say. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. It's just, she's just not a very smart person. And I'm surprised that she was able to get her pilot's license. That's all. All I'm saying okay. is, you guys, listen, the Spirit Airlines people who are listening right now, all I'll tell you is this um, nickel and dime, yes. On time, yes. I can live with that. Yes, I was sitting in row 31. Yes, I was in the last row of the plane. I slept the whole time, so it didn't matter to me. Because guess what? I'm pretty freaking low maintenance. I'm a simple man, George Sedano. Very simple man. Mm. I mean, I don't know how simple you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, complicated to be sure. Yeah, that does. that's the opposite of simple. But simple. No, no. Simple. Simple guy. I mean, those things are like opposite. What do you mean opposite? You have a complicated personality, but you're simple like... In what aspect? In the aspect of I'm very happy in row 31, the last row of the plane. You know what you no, are, Cappy? No problem. Yeah, tell me. You're a paradox. Facts. <laughs> Laura, facts. 
I'm not going to pretend I know what he means by that. <laughs> well, they're conflicting. Like, like you just said, simple and complicated. That's a paradox. Easy I don't mind hard. sitting in the last row. I don't mind sitting in the last row of the plane. Remember, I told you the story. I was passing tremendous gas. I yes, mean, we know. phenomenal yeah. gas. Clearly proud right? of it. Yeah. And oh, I was so proud of it. And then, but nobody knows for sure who it is. And no, they I knew know it was you, bro. No, they didn't. But they're because they're looking you, around. I, you, you're too extra. You're like doing the thing. No, like, I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That no. When what, you start doing that, bro, everybody knows it's you. No, no. But I was not doing that. What I was doing was the. I was doing what everybody else was doing, which is looking around, going, "Who the hell? Who the hell just went to the bathroom in their pants? Come you know on, man. Say, Seriously, Jeff, whoever smelt it, dealt it." Well, I know I dealt it, but not everybody else knew that I dealt it. <laughs> yeah, I think they, they probably did. did. They, they all smelt it, it too, so maybe they dealt it. <sighs> Sitting in the back of the plane is good for that. Sitting in the front of the plane, not so good. Okay. I mean, right? I guess. I mean, I didn't realize you had to sit in a different, in a specific place to be able to pass gas on a plane. No, you can pass gas anywhere you want. Like in the back of the plane, though, you're like, you know, you have fun with it. You know, in the front Wait, of the plane, as opposed to like the front em- of the plane, yeah, in the front of the plane, it? you're like embarrassed. You're like, oh no, they think it's me. Oh no, they're all looking at me. Oh, yeah, this is first class. Oh no. Mm. Okay. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. I don't know how much time we're gonna have actually to talk about what we wanted to talk about, so we probably what should wait. That? I wanted to talk about the Raiders because Lindsay found this like interesting story of a guy who played for Josh McDaniels when he was with the Broncos and basically said he was an egomaniac. And, like, he was, like, the most negative dude in the world. He would literally cuss out every single coach and every single player uh, from practice uh, on a daily basis. Like, he was, like, the most negative dude, like, he had ever been around. Wow. Now, look, it's not to say he can't learn from that experience, and maybe he's not that guy. But it, we did – we started a couple weeks ago talking about, like, you know, this Josh McDaniels thing. It's not like he has this great resume as a head coach. You know what I'm saying? So – there's going to be a lot of finger pointing at Josh McDaniels if this thing continues to go south, which, by the way, I think is very possible. Because I think that, I mean, we're going to do we're going to do our picks against the spread next. But spoiler alert: I'm probably taking the Broncos on this one. Although I've been I've been terrible the last two weeks on picks against the spread, which is weird because I was eight and one. I posted this in the community this weekend on games that I actually could pick, like that I chose to. To bet to actually bet on, I was eight and one in college and pro last weekend, but also terrible in the games that uh, you guys chose. Let me ask you something: You're eight and one. These are your Sedano picks, or are these you just going with? This what is Fat Slim Jack Sedano. We got Fat Jack Slim Sedano went eight and one last week, and it was in, it was posted in the community. You guys are all using the Cover Five app, also. I am. I've actually done pretty well in the Cover 5 app recently. The first week I was a disaster because I picked the Rams and they put me in a huge hole. Um, but I'll tell you right now where I'm at in our group. I felt like I was doing pretty well also. Like I, I checked in on cover five today cause I wanted to, uh, I wanted to make my picks. My rank in our Sedano and cap community yeah. is 61 out of 706 people playing. That's I'm 61st. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in the, I'm in, yeah, I'm in the top like nine, 10 percentile. So are you. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay and Laura, are you guys keeping up with your cover five or are you not keeping up? I'm, I'm really bad. Like I'm really low. That's. Yeah. That's all I know. By the not, way, not I the am top percentage. And in the one we did just amongst the station people, I'm second. But I don't see you in this one, Cappy. I didn't join the uh the ESPN LA one. I only joined the Sedano and Cap one. Only Sliwa is up big right now. He's number one by a long shot. Although he mm. has been coming back to the pack over the last or after the first week. Who's I'm twelve of twelve. 
not proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bad person. You're well, a bad person? You didn't do I'm, any of them? I didn't do oh. the ESPN one or ours. <laughs> really? You are a bad person. I am. I what forgot. What a horrible human being. I forgot. What a, and an then after absolutely the first week. Horrible human it. being. By the way, last week, if you picked Jacksonville, that was like what put anyone over the top. Like everyone Ooh. pretty much in the top, like 50, all picked Jacksonville, plus the points against the Chargers in our cover five. Ooh, that's that's good. I love I love picking against because the Chargers. Because they blew them out and they were like seven point dogs. That's I'm like win this week. That's the way you win is like you got to find the dog that can like win outright. Or 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 a team that, you know, a team that you think can be lopsided. Now, not that yesterday was lopsided, but I did pick Cincinnati and uh, they were three and a half point favorites, but they ended up winning by 12. So that worked out well for me yesterday. Slim Sedano's picks. All right. Do you want to know who my cover five picks are? The other four? Okay. I pick Cincinnati. Yeah. The other five are New Orleans. And I know everyone's freaking out because Jameis isn't playing and they're in London. I don't I don't worry about that. Uh, I like Baltimore. I Everyone's like, oh, Buffalo's going to bounce back. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, Arizona, they're, I, I've told you they're better on the road. And uh, and I and Denver, that's my other one. Sorry, Raider fan, you guys, you guys, you you ruined me last week. I'm done with you guys. Well, a hip hop, hibbit to the hibbit, hip hip, a hop, and you don't stop. A rocket to the bang bang boogie, say up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie the beat. Uh, did you just want to sing that, or was there a reason for that? No, Laura's saying Laura's saying rap. You got to oh, rap. rap. Let's go rap. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Meet the, the Flintstones. Flintstones. They're a Stone Age family. From the town of Bedrock, they're a page right out of history. history. With the family down the street to the foot of Oh, right. Courtesy of Fred's Two Feet. With the Flintstones. That was a good cartoon. A really good cartoon. Good vitamins. Solid vitamin. You like the Flintstone vitamin? They were pretty terrible, actually, tasting. The, the purple Fred vitamin? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty solid. I mean, but kids love them. Be a Flintstone kid. Ten yeah. million strong and, <laughs> and growing. growing. <laughs> They're horrible vitamins, Captain. 
Well, I don't know if they were good vitamins or well, bad vitamins. I mean, vitamins when you were like you. five, that's what they right. gave you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, my mom still taste delicious. Really? Delicious? High, yeah, I thought they tasted good. I don't know why, but I like the way they taste. I still do. Yeah. I don't think they were probably good for our teeth, were they? I mean, those things were like hard They like had rocks. sugar in them for sure. Yeah, yeah. they were like all grainy because of the sugar. Ugh. Yeah. I like them. Oh, well. Oh, well. Good vitamin. Um, all right. It's good time for, for picks against the spread. You ready, Cappy Cap? I think I am ready. So who's winning, Linz? Because I'm definitely in last place. There's no question. I lost my five and my four last week. Thanks, Raiders. Yeah, you are in uh, last place uh, with 24. Laura and I are tied at 27, and Cappy's got 30. There you go. Still within striking distance, though. Yeah, we're all pretty close. Yeah. Um. All right, so let's start with the Bills and the Ravens. Bills and the Ravens. Actually, no, let's start with the Rams, right? Shouldn't we start with the Rams? Go backwards. We, we have them backwards here. Um, all right. So, Cappy, Rams are a one-point dog at the Niners. What are you thinking? Well, I said it to you earlier today that my gut tells me Rams. I know that all the stats tell me that in the regular season I should not be thinking Rams, but I'm just not, I'm not betting on Jimmy G. I don't care about where the game is being played. Like Muhammad Ali would say, I don't care if it's a 10-foot ring, a 12-foot ring, I'll fight that chump in a telephone booth. Taking the Rams, I'm feeling really confident about it. It's my five. Wow. Um, I do not feel confident about it, but I'm going to take the Niners just because they seem to have their number, and after that embarrassing loss, I think they will bounce back. But it's only going to be my one. Niners and my one. Linz? I've got the Rams, but... I don't know what the hell is really going to happen, so I just put it as my one. Okay. Louder? Rams five. Yeah, okay. go. Okay. Just like that, we're going to take total control of this entire mm-hmm. game. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Hey. Hey. Uh, next, the Chargers at the Texans. Cappy, the Chargers are six-point favorites on the road against Houston. I am taking the Texans. I am ultra-confident in this pick. Not only do the Chargers have a quarterback that's all beat up, they got no Joey Bosa, their left tackle is out, their center is hurt, their best wide receiver is hurt, their best defensive back is hurt. I mean, everybody's hurt. And by the way, let's find out who gets hurt this week. So I will take the Texans, and that's my four. Okay, I will also take the Texans, but that's my two. Davis Mills has been a completely different quarterback at home. Uh, 14 touchdowns, only one interception in his time there. But, uh, again, coming off an embarrassing loss, I think the Chargers maybe get – I'm scared of, a, like, a backdoor cover. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm going to take the Texans, but I'm not, like, ultra confident. Go ahead, Linz. So I had the same as you because the only team that the Chargers have beat are the Raiders, and they are the only winless team left in the NFL. So I'm going Texas, and that's also my two. I guess we're all going with the Texans, but that is, like, happy my four. Okay. Uh, Broncos at Raiders, Cappy. Raiders are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Just as a, uh, just a point of information, we all said the Raiders are the only winless team. Aren't the Texans also winless? No. Well, no, because they have a tie. They have a tie. So, that's, that, so they're, that's they're winless, though. Well, they're not 0-3. The, not no, but they, they have zero wins. Okay, well, let's say they're not the only 0-3 team. There they have go. a tie, so it's not a loss, but it's not a win. George, I'm going to give you my... They're not as bad. That's the point. I'm going to give you my gut again. 
here okay. with the Raiders. Uh-huh. The Raiders, their whole season looks like it's going down the drain. And if they lose this game, the following week they're at Kansas City. Something tells me that the Raiders at home are due. The Broncos are 2-1, and one, but they're not real good. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm taking the Raiders to win, and it's my one. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. The Raiders' offensive line is rancid, okay? And the Broncos' defensive line is really bleeping good. So I'm going to take the Broncos plus the two and a half, and that's my four. Go ahead, Linz. Um, I feel like the Raiders cannot – like, I don't know, just like gravity-defying or history-defying, whatever. They, they're not going to start 0-4. So I'm going to pick the Raiders, and I'm going to make that my five. Well, okay. No, that's a great pick. I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that, Lynn. Um, I'm going to take the Broncos because I just feel like the Raiders are a mess, and that's my two. Boy, okay. Lindsay, you can make some big hay right there if the Raiders mm-hmm. win. Right. It's true. That's right. Uh, last one, Chiefs at Bucks. Pick them game. A pick them game. Now, the Chiefs are coming off a loss against the Colts, Cappy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the Bucks obviously have uh, had some offensive struggles themselves. What do you like in this one? Or who do you like? My gut tells me go with the Chiefs. I mean, okay. the Buccaneers last week at home against Green Bay, they lost that game. But I still, my gut says go with the Chiefs on the road. I'm taking the Chiefs, and I think all I've got left is my two. Is that right, Linz? Don't oh, we, wait, we, did, we, didn't we didn't do, do the, the, bills. the Bills and Ravens. Yeah, we oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry, we do have one more. Okay, okay. sorry, my yeah. bad. Go so then I'm going so to go with the two anyway. I'm still going with the two. I'm taking the Chiefs. Okay, I'm going to take the Bucks in this one. I think they're getting healthy at the right time. That offense will finally round out. I think the Chiefs have real problems in their wide receiving core. Um, without Tyree Kill, we've started to see that last week, that there were some issues there on offense. I think this will be a close one, obviously, based on the pick'em spread. But I like the Bucks. I actually feel very confident the Bucks are going to win at home. And the Chiefs having to go back-to-back weeks on the road, I don't like that. I'm going Bucks, and that's my five. I'm betting big on your boyfriend. Wow, I like that. That's another bold pick, by the way. You, you know, you get that. That gets you right back into this game. Yeah, That's right, it does. Um, I'm going to go Chiefs, and I'm going to make that my four. Okay, Lauda. I'm. I have the Chiefs, and that's my three. Okay, so I'm the only one on the Tom Brady Island. I like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Bills at the Ravens. The Bills are three point favorites on the road, Cappy. So the Bills fall last week against the Dolphins. Yeah. Now they've got the Ravens. They've got five guys missing as starters on their defense, mm-hmm. and they're playing against a quarterback that can do it all. Mm-hmm. and can really make up a lot of ground, no pun intended, on the ground. So I'm going to take the Ravens here, and whatever number I've got left, I think I've got two or three. I'm not sure. I think three. You have three left. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take the Ravens, and the, and that'll be my three. Uh, I, too, have the Ravens and my three for all the reasons you outlined. The Bills are still very beat up. Lamar Jackson um, and those guys. like Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback they've faced, I think, to this point in the season. And... He's playing for a contract. He's going to continue to put up big numbers. They're getting healthy. J.K. Dobbins is going to be back in the lineup. They're running back. So I like the Ravens, and that's also my three. Uh, I really like Josh Allen still, as always. So I'm going to go Bills five. Wow, five. Didn't you have Raiders five? 
I was going to say, wait a minute. I put them down as the wrong one. So I'll go three. <laughs> okay. Bill's three. Yeah. And Louder. I'm going to go with the boys. I'm going to go with the Ravens. Not super confident. One. Okay. There it is. So that's our picks against the spread. There you have it. Cappy in the lead. I'm in last. We're all within striking distance. A lot of different picks. So we'll see how it goes. But coming up next, Cappy, big deal or no deal, as we do each and every day at 630. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Christopher. You take it away, Linz. Thanks, Sedano. So, as we discussed earlier this week, the Pro Bowl has been changed to a skills competition. And apparently today, the NFL announced that they've also made the new event mandatory for anybody who's selected to participate in it, barring a serious medical issue, after it had become normal in recent years for players to decline their invitation to the Pro Bowl. But at least now, they're going to get paid for it, with the winners of the event getting paid $84,000, and the players from the losing team will be paid $42,000. So are these changes a big deal or no deal? Cappy, start with you. I will say no deal. Um, it's great that the league is saying to the players, hey, guys, um, this is kind of an important thing that we're still trying to develop and we don't want to give up on it. So we'll put our money where our mouth is. Come participate and we'll pay you. And we'll actually make it so that you're incentivized to give us your effort. But I still don't think it's going to go over. I don't think. People are going to watch it, even football junkies like me. So I'm, I'm going to stick with no deal here. Um, yeah, I, I still think guys will skip it at the end of the day. I don't think that's changing anything. So I'm going to say no deal, too. But how can they skip it if they said it's mandatory? Uh, they'll find injuries. But it injuries. Says barring, guys will say they're hurt. Serious injuries, though. Yeah, but that's all subjective, too. Okay. Well, speaking of football, pro football talks, Mike Florio said that Steelers starting quarterback Mitch Trubisky was close to losing his job to Kenny Pickett, but he played just well enough in Cleveland to keep his job, at least for now. Well, then Florio did some more digging, and on NBC Sports earlier today, he said that head coach Mike Tomlin is the only one that is still behind starting Trubisky. So this seems like a bit of a you know locker room issue. Is this a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Um, I, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, Mike Tomlin has earned the right to pick whoever he wants as his starting quarterback. He's won a Super Bowl, um, you know, and he's a championship level coach. So I, I have zero issue with him wanting to, I would rather start Kenny Pickett too, but there's, he sees them more than I, I get the, uh, who are these other people though? Are they other coaches? Are they other players? I guess everybody. I mean, you know, I, I'm assuming I, it means that, both that report sounds, I, I mean, I don't, I'd like to, I, I, you know, not that I'm doubting what you're reading, but I'd like to know a little more before I actually like call out any other coaches. But I'll just say that Mike Tomlin is, has earned the right to pick his starting quarterback. I'm going to say in football, this is a big deal, meaning that the Pittsburgh Steelers right now are the bottom of the barrel in the AFC North, 
and Mike Tomlin cannot live with that. And I'm sure that he thinks that a veteran quarterback, even though Trubisky's not been decorated per se, gives him a better chance to win. And if you look at the Steelers, Trubisky has that captain's C on his chest. Benching one of your captains could potentially just screw up your whole locker room chemistry. So in football, I would say this is a big deal. In the real world, not really a big deal. Um, by the way, there was a car chase thanks to uh, Dre. She tweeted us. You know what she's uh, saying in the community. But it looks like the uh, it was a it looks like there was a car chase now in Monterey Park. Uh, mm-hmm. But I turned it on on KTLA because that's where she said it was on. Mm-hmm. It looks to be over. The cops have like uh, cornered this Dodge Durango. It looks like in like a cul-de-sac. So yeah, you guys got to let us know faster. I think. Well, I mean, it was you know it just it could have been a quick one. You know, sometimes they end fast. Sometimes not everybody's you just need as skilled a driver as that dude we had last week that got. I don't know if he ended up getting away or not, but he definitely dumped the car and ditched the car and and got. A, it looked like he might have gotten away. So and that one went on for like multiple segments. <laughs> we kind of stopped talking about it because it, we we could we had to do at least a little sports at some point. But yeah, well, this I one mean, seemed to be less than five minutes. Well, that and the guy pulled into downtown LA and they, we lost his car and right. he jumped and, out. Yeah, yeah. Now and I'm just guy, looking. I I just turned driving it on. into a cul-de-sac, bro. You got to have like your GPS on, bro. Dude, I just turned it on. The cop car smashed into the driver's side yeah. or the passenger side. Well, and he's if you look at the the passenger side right front tire, it looks like the tire's blown to the rim. Yeah, uh, smoke coming out of I, I I assume it's the car. Oh yeah, the, the Dodge, yeah, the Dodge <laughs> SUV, yeah. Yeah. But, Way to but go, you can't guys. Be, you, if you're going to be trying to get away from the cops, you need your GPS on, bro. You can't be driving to no cold desert. CHP don't mess around. They just ram right into you. Yeah. So anyway, uh what's next, Lynn? Also, really quick, so I, I looked back on the story because obviously I'm just condensing it to read it on the air. And it says that the Steelers offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, and also the Steelers GM are trying to push Tomlin to start Trubisky. What they so should do is they should say, hey, uh, start coach. Start you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's what I meant, yes. They should say, hey, coach, you know what you should do? Keep starting Trubisky. Once he hears that they don't want him to start Trubisky, then he'll go in to pick it. He doesn't like people telling him what to do. Of course. Yeah, I, I would agree, and I wouldn't either. He's earned the right, you know, is my point. Now, um, look, you know, I, I, Kenny Pickett, I also don't know if he's, like, some star either. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's I, you know? Well, I mean, look, he had a really great preseason, and that's what people are hanging their hats on. Just because you had a good preseason doesn't guarantee that you're going to walk in and do in the regular season what you did in the preseason. Correct. All right, what's next, Lens? All right, so there's a report from RadarOnline.com, which I don't know how reputable it is, but nonetheless, struggling to find things for Big Deal or No Deal, so I'm bringing this really? one up. Um, according to RadarOnline.com, Tom Brady's football teammates are infuriated that all the talk has been on the seven-time Super Bowl champ and his crumbling marriage to Giselle. To Giselle. They're saying that basically the whole locker room is tired of hearing about Tom Brady and his marital problems and that it's starting to affect the team a little bit. So that's a big deal or no deal, Cappy. Mm-mm. I will say that if it's accurate, and I also don't know the source, so whatever. Listen, it could come from Sports Illustrated, and I would still question its accuracy. If it's accurate, it's a big deal in that, hey, guys, um, you were the Tampa Bay Buccaneers until Tom Brady showed up. Now you're Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
you'll have to excuse me that Tom Brady is a seven-time Super Bowl champion. I think it's seven. And that he lives a uh, page six lifestyle. He's a superstar. He's beyond football. And he's married to an international model superstar. So you'll have to excuse us if, um, if your quarterback is a tabloid material. Concentrate on your football and do what he tells you to do. You want to know what one of the funny quotes that I saw in this is, Cap? Tell me. It says, it says, some find it damn funny that he's this supposed greatest of all-time player, but he's now groveling to his wife for one last chance to prove himself. There are some pretty cruel nicknames and jokes doing the rounds. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love how passionate you get about defending Tom Brady. That's what I'm laughing at more than anything else. I just find it funny that any of these guys would be in that locker room and uh, would be giving Tom Brady a hard time. Well, I mean, I I get it only because of you can't be like, I'm all in guy and then not be all in. You know, I get that he's also going through a personal thing. But, you know, if anyone else tried to pull that on that team, I'm guessing it wouldn't go over so well is probably what they're thinking. Yeah, well, that's that's absolutely 100 percent true. But if LeBron James had the exact same situation, would anybody in the Lakers be doing this? What, no. what the report is? No. I, well, I no, I do believe that eventually somebody would. It depends on how long it lasted. Yes, I do believe that they would eventually bemoan it. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I get it. I feel like if there were guys in the Lakers rock, locker room, uh, like calling LeBron nasty nicknames behind his back, I mean, it's going to get back to him, right? And those people would be, like, shunned from the league. That's what I think. I don't know about that. Like, let's not get crazy. <laughs> well, you know, LeBron, LeBron's kind of, like, runs things, you know? That's no, he like does not think. run the, the 29 other teams, though. Like, I know that, but he's, you know, he's the guy. Everyone wants to be, everyone wants to be his friend and be buddy-buddy with him, you know? Yeah, I know, I do. Look, I do. I want to be LeBron's friend. You do. You definitely do. Hasn't worked out yet. I, I do want to be Dave Grohl's friend, too, after this whole concert thing on Tuesday that I haven't stopped talking about all week. So, hey, hey, Dave, if you're listening, I still would like us to be friends, like good friends, close. Is Best it, friends. Is that Dave, it, Lynn? Are we done or we have any more? I mean, I have one more. Okay, go ahead. You guys, okay. Yeah. It, was it you? You're the one, uh, Sedano, who loves the show Community, right? No, I did not. Okay. The well, then never mind. Then, then forget forget my last big deal or no deal because I thought it was either Parks and Rec or Community. Parks and Rec. But it I, was I Parks like and community. Rec. Yeah, it was Parks and okay. Rec. Okay. Well, yeah. they're making a new uh, Community movie. So I was going to oh. ask you if that's a big deal or no deal, but if you if it's not, the I didn't show love that you the liked, show. Then never so mind. No. I mean, I did have a little bit of a cult following, but not it wasn't my show. So, and we all know Cap's never seen it, so it's not never. a big deal for him. No, no I, chance. No, I mean, not at all. I haven't seen the only community, community he knows is our Twitter community. That's right, there the you Sedano go. and Cap Circle of Trust community. That's my community, baby. We yeah. need to make a movie about that. We should. When was Community on? Um, at this like same time as like Parks and Rec and The Office like, and those shows, yeah, it was like two thousand tens ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't see I didn't see Parks and Rec, and I also didn't see The Office. My son gives me a hard time. Me He's either. like, Dad, the son. He said he said uh, The Office is the greatest sitcom of all time. I've had to explain you. Remind me of Michael Scott, actually. Really, which one was Michael Scott? Steve Carell, the main guy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see it, so. At least she made you the main guy. Hey, I appreciate that. I do yeah. appreciate that. At least watch I'm the main one dude. episode and let me know if you agree. <laughs> I watched. I think I went to watch the first episode and then I just, I just never really got into it. 
he's the guy who says like the in the office jokes like that's what she said jokes <laughs> during like a meeting <laughs> and everyone's like oh my god michael shut up <laughs> kind of jives with you cap all right it does a little bit yeah i'm trying to think is there any other character he could be on the office i didn't watch the office i mean time, I know The Office, a I know it well enough to know the characters. I didn't watch every episode like I did Parks and Rec. I think Michael is definitely the most accurate. Yeah. Not, it's not that close. But See, I, I feel, feel like, like if Cappy were a, a character on Parks and Rec, which is more my show, I feel like he'd be Tom Haverford, which is Aziz Ansari's character. Like, you know, he's always like concocting like a, like a, a plan, a business plan. He's always trying to, you know, get the freebies, get the hookups. Like, you know, that 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 actually feels that's a lot a, like Cappy. Hashtag yeah, that hate sounds camp. right. Yeah, that's, that sounds right. I just feel like I'm more George Jefferson than I am, uh, you know, those other what? guys. George Jefferson, why? Yeah, moving on up to the, to the east side, baby. <laughs> to a deluxe apartment in the sky high. Moving on up. Oh, Cappy. That's, that's what I think. East side. I copy. I copy. That's going to be the, the phrase now. I copy. This dude still has not got out of this car, by the way. I'm still watching. Are you watching this? I am. And not only am I watching it, you got the cops in the cul-de-sac, but you've also got cops that have like... Oh, oh and like, like... They're all like over outside. the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, just outside that street off the main drag. Yeah, yeah. There's like tons of cops, weapons drawn. This is not... This is very serious at the moment, so... We'll keep you posted on the other side. Dealer's Choice for the last segment of the week, as always. That's coming up next. Oh, come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is when Kanye and I were close. You were close with him? I told you this story. I, I don't remember it. Feel free. So this is 2003, right? Right. So, this, is, this is song is you know what this song is about, right? Uh, I don't know. I heard him talk about some scissor. He had a terrible accident. His mouth was wired shut. Like mm -hmm. he like busted his jaw or whatever. He was like he almost died. Really? Yeah. Mhm. Mm Yo, this was such. A, this is such this a is when he was at his peak to yes. me, at least. You know, in that early 100%. era. Hundred percent. Mhm. So uh, Super Bowl is in Jacksonville, Florida. This is probably like oh 2002, four, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Terrible Super Bowl. So I couldn't even tell you who played in it. I don't even remember. Oh, I do. It was the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots. That's the game that allegedly uh, T.O. had said that Donovan McNabb oh, threw right. up. Yeah. Um, and I was sitting. I got tickets. I'll bring you full circle. Stephen Craig. Two of the owners of our our radio station um, gave me seats to sit with them at that Super Bowl. And I was seated on the aisle, or I don't know, I don't know where we were, probably like the 25 or 30-yard line. And to my left, in the other side of the aisle, do you know mm -hmm. who it was? Kanye? No, close. Oh. Oh. Ice Cube and Little O'Shea. Really? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. So, um, so the Saturday night before the game, I yeah. forgot who played in the game, but now that you, you mentioned it, it all comes back. The Saturday night before the game, I had a buddy of mine, and um, he ran 
the Sports Illustrated party, and he also ran the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. That was his job at SI. Mm-hmm. And so he said, hey, um, for the party, because we, we would hang together at the Super Bowls like all the time. Like Once we'd get to the Super Bowl, we were kind of we were always together. So he said, hey, so for my party on Saturday night, Kanye West is playing. And I went, yeah, I don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> so this is 20 years ago, right? I didn't know who Kanye West was. And he goes, well, put it this way. He said, um, we will never be able to get him to perform at a Sports Illustrated party again because he's going to win so many Grammys this year that he's going to blow up. And so we got him now really cheap before he actually wins all these Grammys and he blows up. And I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 whatever you say, man. So I'm at this Sports Illustrated party. It's pretty typical, you know, Super Bowl party. It's a bunch of stiffs and a bunch of suits. And, um, And there's Kanye up on stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, which is where I've cultivated my act, you know, because I saw him up there and I'm like, give me a break, man. I could freaking do that. No problem. <laughs> so the the show ends, the party ends, people take off. And here's my buddy Joe. And again, he runs this this SI party. So he goes, well, why don't we go backstage and, and say hello to this guy? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. We go backstage, George. There's no green room. There's no, you know, naked ladies. There's no. You know, there's no rock star stuff going on here. There's no M&Ms where all the green ones are pulled out. I mean, it's like, I was like a cargo area, you know? And the only people backstage, me, my boy Joe, Kanye, his mom, and whoever his DJ was that night. And we all stood there, the five of us. Of course, I wound up talking to his mom. Kanye didn't really talk to anybody. The DJ was talking to my boy Joe. And Kanye was just probably chilling because he'd just gotten done performing, whatever, but... Five people backstage, not glamorous at all. And me and Kanye were tight that night. Cool, man. Look at we you. Said what, we said what's up to each other. We gave each other the bro hug. Did you really or no, yeah. not really? No, no. We like actually connected hands, brought it in, tapped each other two times on the back. Right. And then me and Kanye's mom talked. Right. And she, she died not long thereafter, as a matter of fact. Oh, man. Which was weird. Yeah. Terrible. I know it was terrible. Those Super Bowl parties can be hit or miss, though. Well, I told you about my, my story. I did one in Dallas, um, and they t- I went to the Hennessy house, mm-hmm. and we were like, they made everybody park in like a strip mall, and then they mm-hmm. would bus you into like this fancy neighborhood. Yeah. And um, it was Naughty by Nature performing live in like a living room, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was this, I mean, it was a huge living room. It was like a mansion, but it was like strange, and everybody's just getting down with OPP. Yeah, you know me. I also was at a weird party at that Dallas Super Bowl where they took us to some kind of crazy neighborhood. And I remember Justin Timberlake standing there with Aaron Andrews at the time, which was kind of a strange combo. Yeah. There was a lot of security around, though. Like, you couldn't get too close to JT. Yeah, I'm sure. But, but you, uh, know who was, you know who was, like, very cool, though? What's the guy's name? He played uh, Wolverine. What's that dude's name? The Australian guy. Uh, Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Totally normal. Yeah, I saw him cool at the Dallas Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was super very cool. nice. I always like it when you meet celebrities on Radio Row and then you wind up seeing them out at parties and they were like, were like, hey, I had a good time with you. I'm like, great, let's hang out. You know, that was like, that was my Coolio situation. I told the story earlier, 1997. Yeah, may he rest in peace. Coolio, San Diego Super Bowl. Hung out with Coolio. That was my one night with Coolio. Sometimes weird, we get into these kind of strange events when you're in radio. You have you know? beef? I got no beef. Eat a pork chop. Oh, okay. Want to make sure I knew I didn't have any beef. That's the line from a Coolio song. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I figured that one out. Yeah. Hey, um, since it's dealer's choice, I'm going to tell you guys something. You got four minutes. I think I'm watching a series 
that I don't think any of you guys are watching. Okay. What is it? All right. I'm going to... Is Rachel going to allow you to watch this? Uh, well, I've watched one episode. I think there's only three or four in total. So I didn't tell her I was watching it, but Uh-oh. I not only do I not only do I think she'll she'll let me watch it, I think she'll want to watch it with me, but I'm already ahead of her. So I'm going to pass on a series to you guys. You ready? Mm-hmm. Lindsay, you'll have this thing watched by uh by the time we get back on the air on Tuesday cuz we're off on Monday because of the Monday night football game with the Rams. The series is on Netflix and it's called Eat the Rich. Anybody heard of it yet? Eat the Rich. Like the Aerosmith song? It's a documentary. Yeah, I already watched it. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I thought I was super cool and ahead of you, man. Is this about GameStop and all that and yeah. like the, the yeah. Reddit community? Yeah, I, I, I'm not I haven't seen it, but I'm familiar with it. So I told you guys that my best friend from high school, since we're like 10 years old, moved from Beverly Hills to Boca Raton, screwed me over completely. And I told you his story completely dirt poor as a kid. I mean, dirt poor. And um, moved to L.A., struck it, monster huge, out of the park, ultra wealth, private jets, the whole thing, you know? And then this GameStop thing happened, and he moved to Florida, moved back to Florida, where we, you know, where we, he and I had grown up. And much of it was because this whole GameStop thing and this whole Reddit thing turned into people knowing who he is, where he lives, who his kids are. I mean, it was, it was becoming very threatening, if you will, to his life. And um, he is one of the central characters in this show. Will you tell me who it is? Because I actually meant to text you and ask you. Uh, he's the guy sitting in the office with all the uh, flowery palm trees behind him in, on oh, the wallpaper. Okay. okay, that's interesting. I figured it was one of those guys because you had told me what, that story. He was one of the rich they were trying to eat. Yeah, so it's funny because he has a line in this in the series, and they say, "Well, you know, this whole GameStop thing was David versus Goliath," and he says, "Well, who am I?" And the producer says, you're Goliath. And he starts laughing. And he goes, no, you don't get it. I'm David. And they're like, no, you're Goliath. And he's like, no, I'm David. You, I may be bigger than other Davids, but I'm David. Because if you knew his career, his career was all about kind of exposing fraudulent companies who were stealing from the public. And by exposing those companies... He was shorting those companies, and he was profiting off of it, to be sure. But he was also working very closely with the Securities and Exchange Commission. So I had no idea he was in it, because we don't talk about stuff like this. And then um, I wound up catching up to this series. Many, I'm like, there's my how boy. How many Hate King uh, um, requests have you had of, made question. of him? Actually, zero. Oh. And, and it's a shame, because if I Hate Kinged him, yeah. He has a lot of access to a lot of really good stuff. I know. But um I don't know, he's become I don't know, he's too big time for you? Yeah, he's become it's a little weird. He's now. big time in you, Cappy? Would he big time East Side Cappy though? Well, that's a different kind of Cappy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, uh, I, listen, I, I'm going to be in Dana Point. I'm going to be up at this Ohana Fest. If I run into all of you guys, it'd be great to see you. Come on by, let's hang out. All right, cool. Enjoy the football. How much football are you going to be able to watch with Ohana Fest? be watching a ton of football you? all weekend long. Can. Okay. Rachel's not letting you. Yeah, Rachel's I got my you. phone, pal. I got my phone. Yeah, you better bring a charger, bro. That's a good idea. And hide that phone somewhere. Anyway, great job, Cappy, Lindsay, Laura. We will talk to you on Tuesday. Enjoy the Rams game and your weekend of football. See you.